Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. It is a week that sees EA shove its fist straight in its own mouth and not in the attractive way. Because they don't know what the number 10 means. I thought initially you were gonna go like shove it up their own ass, and I was like, "All right, yay!" But that was kinks. I say that would be kinky for them, probably. Usually, I think the normal saying would be a foot in your mouth. And for some reason, I went fist. That's fair. Maybe that's their problem. They're so weird; they don't have feet. They just have fists for interesting. Four hands. Four hands. That's root of their problem. Can't really move that fast. It also probably goes back to the video we just watched before. Where she was playing Minecraft. Yeah. <laughs> I, just, I don't know why. Just right there. Uh, anyway. Hey, this is the Gamers 2 Podcast, your weekly roundup of news and commentary related to the video game industry and anything else that might pique our interest. Pee. You're here. Your ears are about to get salted, assaulted, or salted. We're going to salt base some ears. Is that what we're doing over there? With our lovely news tidbits that are gonna worm their way through your ear canals and tickle the folds of your brain what if you don't have any folds smooth brain smooth brain you come to the right place y'all got that smooth brain smooth brain i got bad brain it's basically just like the old the old case of the bad brain yeah it looks like a deflated balloon inside my head interesting concept <laughs> when you think about it because in theory it a was blown, smooth but a blown up balloon would be very smooth yeah exactly <laughs> a All deflated right. balloon that's what i'm trying a, to say dude there a, wasn't a lot to begin with you got a couple wrinkles yeah well you know broken clock hey it's right at some point plus it's missing arms true or it's digital Oof. then it might not, not show anything uh, we're a philosophy podcast now. <laughs> if the mouse has no cookies, does it then ask the moose for a milk jar? Why does the moose have the milk jar? Because it likes pancakes. Okay. You... Do we not want to go down the more ridiculous rabbit hole of that? <laughs> you heard it here first, folks. The moose likes pancakes. Anyways, uh, you know, if you're <laughs> not fo- a fan. The fox is in the head house. The fox is in the head house. <laughs> if you're not a fan of uh, philosophy, you could always play video games. 
Always. And there's always new games to play. There's always new games. Capitalism. Got to have those new games. Speaking of capitalism, here are some things you could give your money to our gov- or our, to our capitalist overlords with. Uh, number one, Phobia, St. Dinfa, Dif- Dinfa, Dinfa Hotel. That one's got to be a fucking real trip <laughs> for the PC, PlayStation, and Xbox. Number two, MX versus ATV Legends for the PC, PlayStation, and Xbox. Number three, Cuphead, the delicious last course DLC is finally out. Number four, the Galactic Junkers PC, PlayStation, and Xbox. And number five, Monster Hunter Rise Sunbreak DLC for the Switch is out. Number six, Outriders World Slayer DLC is out. Number seven, F122 for the PC, PlayStation, and Xbox is officially out. And number eight, Parasite Pack for the PlayStation, Xbox, and the Switch. You can go vroom vroom real fast. Vroom vroom. Those games are like... uh... Getting more and more popular. Because they're getting better and better. Now, yeah. this is the one that's Codemasters in EA, so it'll be interesting. I haven't seen much on it yet, but I, I haven't... I've it's, seen people talking about it, but I haven't seen what they... I haven't looked to see what they were saying. Have you seen F1 Manager 22? No. Good stuff? Let me Let me show you a thing in a land far from about an hour, roughly, from now. Okay. All right. I got my football manager. You're about to have your F1 manager. Oh, I don't know if I have that levels of time commitment available. You don't, but that's the best part. You'll <laughs> make you can play it, it with football manager. I can do anything else while I'm playing it. You can easily watch a small child and play F1 manager. You just got to make sure for like the t- length of the race, it doesn't try to like do anything crazy. And in between that, <laughs> it can do whatever it wants. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if I could do that. I'm just saying, there's options. Uh, Put it in the driver's seat in the rig that you don't have. Yeah, and let it just go nuts. Yeah, have him watch F1 the race with you, and let whatever he reacts to. That's the choice you decide to make. Should we pit? We we're doing it. <laughs> Flap two, but it's he's... lap two. <laughs> we both went to lap two and just sent it. <laughs> yeah, I'll show you after. That's not out for a little bit longer, but that's good. That's good. Oh man, I'm feeling even. You're feeling even. I'm All feeling right, even. I'm leading off. Number one. When Overwatch two launches in October, it will replace the original hero shooter. During a Reddit AMA, game director Aaron Keller explained as to what will be happening with the first game. Quote, Larger pieces of the game that have always been a part of the vision for Overwatch 2 will be released to the game as part of the live service, including the launch of the PvE campaign next year. When Overwatch 2 launches on October 4th, it will be a replacement for the current live service. End quote. It was also said that a player's uh, progress in Overwatch 1 will carry over when the free-to-play sequel launches. Which I'm sure is the majority of people's concern. Yeah, I think we knew most of this, too. I, wonder I feel just, like, I thought we did. They're re- reiterating it, I think, because we're close to the launch. Yeah, I'm expecting it to come up again at some point. Did they do a beta? Uh, Yes. Closed beta? Yes. Okay. If you pre-ordered, you could get in, and then also if you got 
invited or whatever you get in. Mm. Number two, Studio Fantastic's upcoming MMO survival title, The Day Before, is being developed in part with unpaid staffers. That seems like an issue. The company calls employees volunteers and recognizes... Wait... Calls employees volunteers and recognizes them as either full-time or part-time volunteers. I hate all of this. Quote, full-time volunteers work for salaries and their number is limited. Anyone can be a part-time volunteer to contribute to the fantastic community and get cool rewards, participation certificates, and free codes. And exposure, end quote. Might as well say. Uh, The developer goes on to say that part-time duties include work such as translation and community moderating. A fantastic representative said, quote, During the short history of our company, there have been many people who approached us and wanted to help in different ways. It doesn't relate to code writing or development itself, though, but other important things such as moderation, localization, or simply rooting for us and cheering us up. So, if you ever wanted to uh, not have to get paid to do work... I have a place for you. And you can part-time work unpaid or full-time work unpaid. I I don't know where... Where did we go wrong? I mean, you can't fault... Roughly 30 years ago. Like, if people are dumb enough to throw themselves at a company, the company's probably like, why not? They want to do it. Fuck it. Why? Why do people value their time so little? Because I'm an unpaid intern. Good song. Just check it out. Yeah. It is. It's a really good song. It's one of my favorite ones from that. And it's only like 30 seconds. All the short little blurbs, like the Bezos songs, the unpaid yep. intern. There's another one, too. And it can... I mean, Biden's up there. Yeah. They're Spider's all, up there. They're all so good. Yeah. They're just great, good, quick moments. They're good jingles. Yeah. The one I'm sad never didn't make it in was five years. Yeah, five years is good. Was good. All all of them were good. Like yeah. all of them are good. Yeah. But those crazy. those are the ones I go back and just listen to constantly. Five years, unpaid intern, Bezos, uh, yeah, Bezos, Biden, Spider is a constant one when it's fun. The amount of times I play Spider, if I'm running a, a WoW dungeon that has a spider in it, and I just see a spider and I'm like, hold Alt Tab, Spider. Chilling in the corner, super fucking normal. <laughs> <laughs> After like that, like he came out with the extras thing, and they're like they have videos and everything. I was trying to explain to Samantha like how just crazy it is that he did all this work, yeah, and like it all like just all that the planning and everything that had to go into it, the editing, and then like I'm like he did all this with like shit you can get off Amazon and stuff. She was just like. So not impressed. And I was like, I I don't know how to explain this to you to get it through your skull. Like Oh, <laughs> uh, so frustrating. You just wait now until she tries to really explain something to you and then you go, I don't get it. Yeah, I mean that's just my Yeah. I don't understand why you think this is so impressive. This is just I mean, like that's she, fair. she, you bring her your your hopes and dreams, and she crushes them. You do the same back. There is no support in this relationship. You <laughs> murder the joy. Uh, Why am I single? <laughs> <laughs> Number three, Xbox Game Studios boss Matt Booty 
<laughs> has addressed I was, I was unrelated hoping you would do that. Just a little boot it. Uh, has addressed concerns about working conditions at Bethesda and Zenimax at a company all-hands meeting. According to Kotaku, uh, which claims to have seen footage of the meeting, Booty said that crunch culture was, quote, just part of the industry, quote, 10 years ago, and that it is unfair to only attribute it to Bethesda. Quote, I don't say that to justify it. I'm just saying it was part of the culture of the industry. I literally slept under my desk early in my career, and we look at that like a badge of honor. I know from talking to Bethesda leadership that we do not have a situation where people are crunching, and we've got this bullying atmosphere. I'm confident about that. I always love that we slept under our desks. I'm like, you're the reason if you go look at an uplift desk, they have a, a hammock attachment mm-hmm. that you can put be- underneath your desk. That shouldn't be a thing unless you're allowed to nap in the middle of the day, just casually. I thought about it today. I, yeah, we, I went out, we went outside for lunch. So, like, you know, I'm, I actually got a little sunburn. And we got back from lunch. And I was like, I'm so fucking tired. I, I could just sleep under that desk right there. <laughs> no one would know. <laughs> and if they did come over, they'd be like, that's fair. There's a solid chance I would have just put my feet up, roll, leaned back in my chair, and be like, whatever. Uh, put a put a sign out that says, wake if needed. <laughs> our uh, head of production, or whatever the fuck his title is, has a couch in his office. And you'll, you'll walk by once in a while, he'll just be fucking zonked out on it. Yeah. Like, I'm just like, oh, on a couch. <laughs> what you need to do is every now and then beat him to his own couch. Yeah, that, I've, I've thought about it. Thought While he's in the it. office, just roll in, crash, and be like, stop, I need about 30 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Number four, Niantic is laying off staff after pulling the plug on four projects, according to a Bloomberg report. The outlet said 80 to 85 to 90 people will lose their jobs at the Pokemon Go company, or roughly 8% of the staff. In an internal email, Niantic CEO John Hankey, that's 100% Hankey Panky. <laughs> said the company was, quote, facing a time of economic turmoil, end quote, as justification for the cuts and cancellations, adding that more streamlining would need to be done. The canceled projects include a Transformers game called Heavy Metal and Hamlet, which the company was making with the theatrical company Punch Drunk. The canceled projects were two titles codenamed Blue Sky and Snowball. Uh, I love the uh, facing a time of economic economic turmoil. Uh, how much money has Pokemon Go made? Probably in the past like year. Yeah, and do you want to just go into the next story? Yeah, that's classic. Uh, number five, Niantic announced a new game this week. It's called NBA All World, and it's their usual cup of tea, a location-based game that also has augmented reality elements. The developer describes it as, quote, NBA lifestyle meets the real world metaverse, end quote. Uh, Here's how senior producer Marcus Matthews explained the game, quote, we're enveloping the world around you in a basketball universe, or what I personally like to call turning the real world into a basketball theme park. Now, places and objects in the real world will become video game items. The convenience store near you may become a location to pick up stamina for for your NBA player. The sporting goods store around the corner is the place to pick up the latest brand name shoe to customize your players, end quote. So, hey, I just wanted to go ahead and uh, cut all of you. Uh, that being said, would any of you like to come back and work on a new project? 
It's like, oh, sorry. We're facing economic turmoil. We got to cancel all these projects. Uh, we're going to really have to let you go. Uh, but, sorry about that. We got a new game! <laughs> it's all of that, but as they're saying it, they're constantly dripping sweat and dabbing themselves with wads of cash. Yeah, yeah. God, it's so hot here. Does anybody anybody fix the AC? I thought we fired that guy. Did we fire him? Fuck, that's why. Blowing their nose with Benjamins. <laughs> Dude, blowing my nose with Benjamins, honestly... Needs to be a punk metalcore song. <laughs> yeah, it's a good one. Honestly, also a good guild name. It might be too long, but blowing my nose with Benjamins. Write it down. Add it to your list. It's too long. Uh, but it's so good. There's got to be a way to shorten it. Oh, I mean, you can remove vowels out of certain things. Yeah, but... it's just still, it just takes away. Ah, fuck. We'll figure it out. Blowing my nose with Benjamins. I don't know. It's just something about it. It's just so good. It's the alliteration. Yes, it is. And it's it is, and it's a good visual. It's immediately a good uh Yeah. Yeah. What is that literary term? Why did I blank on that? That's fine. Metaphor is I... wrong. Simile is also wrong. <sighs> the word for a good visual. Anyway. We're yeah. going to move on. Uh, I don't want to think about that. Number six. Okay. Microsoft has launched its Xbox cloud streaming app for Samsung TVs. The app launched for Samsung's 2022 model of smart TVs in 27 countries and gives access to the Xbox Game Pass streaming catalog of titles for subscribers. Those who aren't subscribers to Game Pass can still test the app out by playing none other than Fortnite. In addition to the app, players will need a game pad. While the app supports Microsoft's array of Xbox pads, the company said it will work with almost any Bluetooth-enabled controller, including a Sony DualSense controller. Samsung also launched its gaming hub app at the same time. The cloud streaming app also has access to NVIDIA's GeForce Now, Google Stadia, game, gaming subscription service Utomic, which we've never talked about before, Twitch, <laughs> and Microsoft's Xbox TV app. Amazon's cloud gaming service Luna will become available at a later date. I like the um, just the mindfuck of playing Xbox Game Pass games on a Samsung TV with a Sony DualSense controller. Oh, yeah. Just nothing but an amalgamation of whatever you had in your house. Yeah. Just chaos. I'm not totally looking up Utomic really quick. That's fair. I didn't know what it was either, and I just was like, eh, whatever. Probably some uh, some Asian thing, I'm assuming. Interesting. Interesting call. Uh, let's see here. Is your unlimited gaming subscription with 1,350 games to choose from? That'd be 1,350 for anybody that can read numbers better than I can. Uh, you can start a 14-day free trial. Oh, they got Train Valley 2. Nice. Games are, they, are added weekly. Are they marketing that they have Train Valley 2? Uh... <laughs> Because that would, no, I'd be concerned. They show an image of their launcher, and it is oh. the game they currently had highlighted. Okay. Also in that launcher is Townsman, Partisans, Werewolf, In Between Land, A Year of Rain, They Always Run, Harvest Moon, something, something. 
I mean, it looks like itch.io had a baby with cloud streaming. You might not be far off, really. I've... It is. Oh, it's European. It is seven euros a month for one user. Up to four users, ten dollars a month. It's not bad. Although their game library seems a little um, out there, not necessarily mainstream, but that's not a bad thing. It seems large. Yeah. I'm not that's saying it's said. great, but. God, you're fucking. You're not, you ain't wrong. <laughs> uh, short news this week. It is, but we'll always have things to. Uh, number seven, Atari is 50 years old. And to celebrate, the company has partnered with the retro game experts at Digital Eclipse on a new anniversary collection that covers five decades of gaming history. Atari 50, the anniversary celebration, will feature more than 90 games, including six new titles inspired by the classics. Atari 50 is expected to launch in November for every modern platform. Atari 50. Atari 50 years. Man, it's longer than I've been on this planet. That's true. It's just mathematically true. That's true. But yeah, 50, 50 years, and they don't they haven't done anything relatively new at all. No, they just keep fucking selling their old games. Yep. <laughs> and making money doing it, though. Oh, it's so wild. I do like that they're going to just release it for every modern platform. Yeah. Because part of me would worry that they would go, it's $30, and you have to find it during the holidays in Target, and it's all in one. They're it's releasing it like on a, that Atari thing that's coming out too, the Atari oh, VCS or okay, whatever. Yeah, yeah. But it's like just release it on. Let me have the collection on Steam. Don't make me go buy the all-in-one kit that I have to then store in the closet. And it's just nobody wants that around. And, yeah, yeah. Number eight. I actually received a text about this this morning. <gasps> Nerf made a Gallerhorn from Destiny. Pre-orders for the over four-foot-long one-to-one scale rocket launcher will begin July 7th at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern. But you have to have it unlocked in-game before getting a spot in the queue. If there are any left, Bungie will put them up for sale beginning July 21st. It is $185. And I will tell you right now, there will not be any left. And I wonder if it means Destiny 1 or 2. Because I owned it in 1. I don't, I don't know. Think, I was I don't wondering. Think I ever got Gallerhorn in two. I was wondering the same thing. Knowing Destiny, I suspect it's the two. The yeah, the current version of it. Yeah. So it's huge. I mean, it's a four foot one to one scale. It's bigging. How big fort? How big is the Nerf? I think it shoots those like rocket ones. Those ones are usually kind of small, though. I think this one's like this big. Literally, you'll you'll shoot your eye out. I unfortunately though it's nerf colors and I'm sure there's like a legal reason for that but it's white and orange. Oh yeah. But all that's going to take is somebody with a can of spray paint to make that baby white and gold. Yeah. And then somebody to whoever gets one of them is going to mod it. Oh yeah. It's going to go to the white and gold and they're going to swap the springs in it. And they're going to use that thing to basically mortar shot nerf things 400 feet. 
As they should, which would be hysterical if you had a two-man team running around with a Gallarhorn. <laughs> Fire, clear. <laughs> yeah, that'd be pretty pretty cool. It's a, it's a cool idea. Put a quick little like smoke machine inside it, so when a trigger pulls, it just kind of shoots out the back a little bit. One eighty-five. Oh, where do you land on that? Fair price? Too expensive? Probably, because it's probably not. Um, I mean, maybe it is only spring, but it might not be. It might have an electrical component too. Yeah, I thought that was like a fair price. I mean, I I saw like someone was like, if it was gonna stick around, mm-hmm. then it would have to be lower. Yeah, but if you're just doing a one-off run, where my guess is they're being built to order. Yeah, I'm assuming they're doing a one-off, like just I mean, a a run say, of X amount, and that's yeah, it. They say if there's any left, so yeah, they probably said like we'll make a thousand or whatever the number was, mm-hmm. and then just there you go. Cool, weird little tie-in. We'll test the water, and then when we get bored, we'll do a, a Nerf Hawk Moon or whatever. I was trying to think of what the one uh, Hawk Moon. What's I think that fucking one. auto rifle you get at the end when you beat a Destiny one? Remember that was like you got the you got the strange the mysterious stranger's gun or whatever. Oh man, you're gonna. <sighs> the fuck was that? <laughs> there was Suros Regime, which was a different one. Yeah. Then there was Bad Juju. That yeah, was one Bad of the famous Juju ones. was a. Yeah. Then there was the the scout rifle whose name I don't remember. There was uh the there was Midas, Mida multi tool was yeah, the scout was yep. one of the scout rifles. Uh, there was a. <laughs> There was a, oh my god, what, I can't remember what it was. It was um, it was a pistol. I was trying. That I was, was broken in PvP. The hand cannon. Or yeah, the pistol. Yeah, it was. It was a hand cannon. Pistols weren't around in D one. Yeah, it was only hand cannons, but it was a broken one because it was the poison one. Oh yeah, something thorn or thorn. Or... Yeah, or maybe it was just thorn. Maybe, maybe it was, it was just thorn. thorn. Nostalgia. Yeah. Oh, well. Nostalgia for that time that we nailed that entire first raid and then stopped. Yep. <laughs> As one does. Oh, we're good, we're good at this. Let's fucking quit. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I wish that's how that worked. <laughs> we were really good, too. Yeah. That was the part that, like, I mean, we talked about this, I think, before. We, I, guess I know we talked about it with Dewey, obviously coming back from the game. Yeah, and I feel like we then followed it up by talking about it that Thursday or that Friday in the podcast. But like that, that rating experience, that time playing together, just that window of that couple of years where we had a solid group of like seven people that it was like, all right, cool, we're gonna play Destiny, cool, we're gonna play GTA, and it was like a thing to get in yeah. and do the heist or to get in and do the raid and do. Oh yeah, we're bored. All right, let's just sit up till three a.m. playing Strike playlist because YOLO. I I hang on to the the hope and I suspect that it might be true that once once we hit a certain point like we're a little older we'll have that like free time again to where we can do those things. Yeah, yeah. We'll be like fucking like I don't know in our 40s or 50s. It'll like, it'll all, all right, be, guys, let's it'll all be the matter of like where because at that point we were we were young wild and free as the kids say. Yep. And then responsibilities caught up with us and like life mm-hmm. and now that's kind of where we're in like that turmoil where you're having a responsibility i'm still young wild and free or i guess a middle-aged old wild and free uh 
Dewey has mild responsibilities and is now just around only if we ask him. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but it's like, yeah, now give it like six years maybe, and then we're all kind of more in that part where we're like, all right, yeah, no, we can just chill now. Yeah, yeah. We'll see. And you kind of need it. We need like, you know, games have kind of morphed a little bit, so it's a little bit Yeah, we definitely need something that, that grabs us. Yeah. Maybe that'll be the Riot MMO by that point. Maybe. Maybe. Speaking of MMOs. Uh, Proletariat. The studio behind free-to-play Battle Royale outing Spellbreak has been acquired by Blizzard for an undisclosed sum. VentureBeat reports the Boston studio will be fully integrated into Blizzard along with its team of 100 people. The studio will be dedicated to supporting the ongoing development of World of Warcraft, starting with this year's upcoming expansion, Dragonflight. The news of the deal also provides insight into why Spellbreak is being shut down in 2023, something the studio revealed less than 24 hours before the acquisition was announced. Proletariat was originally founded in 2012 by former members of the defunct Zynga Boston studio and was uh, initially focused on casual games for ISO. The team also recruited veterans from Harmonix, Turbine, and Insomniac. Uh, Blizzard and Proletariat are said to have been working with each other since May. Uh, uh, thoughts? I- that is iOS, by the way. What did I say? Uh, ISO. You you dyslexic yourself. <laughs> Work life. Getting in there. <laughs> you got to stop burning those ISOs, man. Uh, uh, yeah, so it's interesting because there's been a lot of, you know, going back to... Wow, talk. Welcome to welcome to today's Wow Corner. Yeah, glad to twice have you. last. Glad to have you. Last on the list. Let me turn on the light. Uh, now so, recording. No, oh, I was just gonna. It was gonna be a World of Warcraft neon light, but flickering the entire time, like it's half working. <laughs> I win. I just really good idea for a birthday gift for you, but the amount of effort and cost probably that would go into it i was like ah what maybe because i'd have to like commission an artist to do it oh god you know the the short story what the fuck's it called with the albatross the mariners the, thing or whatever oh the yeah mariners it's, requiem something no, like that requiem but yeah, there's yeah. there's the cliche artwork that goes with it the, you you talking, seen it. Are you talking the artwork of them on the boat? Yes, and the okay. albatross is standing there, and all the sailors are looking at it. Yeah, like looking at it like almost fearfully or whatever. I saw it like a couple weeks ago. I don't know why it popped up, but I saw it somewhere. Well, because we talk about it, so. <laughs> and then I was like, you know what would be fucking awesome? Is if I got someone to recreate it with WoW characters. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> and like stuck like your fucking boomkin in there or something, or like as the albatross. That'd be really funny. Actually. And I was like, this is the best idea I've ever had. But then I was like, oh, I'd have to find someone to make this. That is that is an amazing idea, though. Yeah. I do love that. I'm passing it on to you that would so that going, we don't forget about it. That would be going right there. So yeah. So the idea, so we can't forget about it. So eventually. We will someone find it. me an artist online that I can commission something from. I don't care if they're if they're if they're the guy that does or person. I don't know what they are. The person that does the World of Warcraft stuff on DeviantArt. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I've ever shown you those. Yeah, I mean, if you they've shown up on the WoW subreddit where it's like the picture of Orgrimmar, like mm-hmm. the front gate, 
but it looks like it does in the cinematics and it's like fully done and everything like under construction. It looks so good. And you can order anything you want from DeviantArt because like mm-hmm. once you upload it, they'll do this canvas yeah. stretch and whatever. Boom. I would have I put it right there. Done. It's just like, just because the art style too, like f- would fit like the yeah. art style for the original work is like, I think it's the proportions. Oh yeah, it's are like, like totally like they would. It's like it would work. Oh I'm yeah, like, it's a whole guild slash raid team. Then just staring at this boomkin on a perch. That's like basically unfortunate. <laughs> and they all just look like really scared. I'm like this is so good. Yeah, I actually saw that because uh, I was. Uh, we can go through. Well, let me. Let, uh, now we're 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 in this story now. Yeah. yeah. So I was talking with. Uh, a couple of people that I still run stuff with or whatever. And we were just sitting there bullshitting about like past, you know, guilds and kind of how we all ended up where we were. And I was like, yeah, the whole running joke with one of my buddies is that I'm the dead albatross. And they're like, what do you mean? And I, so I had to go look up the like tale to like explain it correctly. Yeah. So I was like, it's a bad luck omen, but they're like, the reasoning is because it was a good luck that they then shot. Yeah. Which then became bad luck. Uh, and then I just probably saw that image and I was like, that's fitting. <laughs> yep. <clears throat> oh, good stuff. All right. Thoughts, uh, feelings. Thoughts, feelings. So one of the issues with WoW going back the last like four or so years or whatever has been the forever present thought that they need more time on a lot of things and that the reason that a lot of things need more time is because they are so understaffed. So if that is the case and that bringing in a hundred plus people fixes that, or at least helps alleviate it, that ideally that will be better. Yeah. I find it really interesting from an outsider's perspective that I see, I feel like like blizzard is focusing an unusual amount of energy and money on. Wow. Like then that they haven't been in the past like five Sense to ten Legion. years. Sense Legion. Yeah. It just seems weird to me. I'm like, are they are they doubling down on this? Because like I, because here's here's again my thought, going back, we've talked about this before. Legion was their magnum opus. It was their I mean, they've had a couple like really good ones, obviously, but like Legion was basically the true ending of a story. Yeah. And then they went, What do we do? And then Battle for Azeroth happened. Mm-hmm. And once they lost like their lead lead writer slash lead Chris Metzen, he left after Legion. Mm-hmm. So like, okay, you lost the guy that was basically kind of keeping you in in at least lore story track. Mm-hmm. But then you didn't know what to do, and then that was where you. Sh- it was the first time you showed like weakness in the armor, mm-hmm. and then Final Fantasy went ooh weakness, yeah, and then they blew the hell up. They blew up. Lost Ark is now around, and while it's not that much of a competitor, it's a free-to-play MMO that, like, there it is. People still play it. Whenever yeah. they drop new content, you'll watch people doing the day one stuff of it, even though, obviously, I know it's you know it was out before, yada, yada. But they have to be looking at this going, Final Fantasy had to stop selling their game because their servers were so flooded. They literally wouldn't let you buy the game anymore. You can buy it now, but there was, I don't know if you remember that. There was that window for like a few weeks where they literally stopped it from being able to be sold on Steam. 
Yeah. And he's like, they, they, we're too, there's too many people. Like, mm-hmm. stop buying it. We're not dealing with people that are going to keep coming in and saying, oh, we can't connect to the servers. Like, no, we're just not letting you buy it anymore. Well, I don't know what a problem WoW hasn't had in a long time, <laughs> having to ever stop anybody buying it. Uh, but then you see Lost Ark. But then the one that's on the horizon, because now that Final Fantasy has that knowledge and everybody was, like, really annoyed with them for Shadowlands things, and Final Fantasy took over and did amazing. And ESO now has stuff out, you know, constant pull of players and yada yada. But the one that's on the horizon that they have to be staring at, even though it doesn't exist, is Riot. Yeah. Yeah. Riot, who has one of your former leads leading the project. And everybody's just staring at them as like the savior. Mm -hmm. You need to up your game. So it's the old, you know, we want the competition. I want Riot's to be really good because it'll make WoW really good. I wouldn't be surprised. Like, I kind of suspect because they this they bought, they have these guys, which is kind of crazy. They just, they basically just added an entire developer to, specifically to WoW because it's not in the dock, but today they released, uh, I'm sure you probably saw it since you're way more active in WoW, but uh, they put a blog post up, I think, or a community post, whatever the post is they do, explaining what, like basically saying, yeah, we we bought them, and they're specifically going to be for World of Warcraft development. Yeah. yeah. And with like Vicarious Visions getting integrated into Blizzard as a whole and everything, it's like I kind of get the feeling that WoW is due for a a pretty sizable overhaul if yeah. they're going to if they are going to double down on WoW, which seems to be the case. I would not be surprised if after this expansion, it's not so much or maybe the next expansion after that, or like maybe there isn't an expansion and they're just like where it's, it's overhaul time, like new graphics engine or whatever the fuck it is. Yeah. New, we're redoing I mean, everything. I mean, Dragonflight for the first time in 20 something years, they're redoing the UI. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, <clears throat> finally that's it's interesting i just out of curiosity looked up subscriber numbers to see where like where they're trending and uh, i don't know how if this is how accurate these numbers are but uh q2 of 2017 which was legion yeah uh 46 million monthly active users yep uh 2021 uh the count had dropped to 26 million Okay, that was I was going to guess half. As of twenty twenty two, four point eight million. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost fifty pounds. Salads, generally, for most people, are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. 
If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. And they're at, the, the, I don't know where they're getting these numbers from or whatever, but they said there are at least 34,000 WoW active players at any given moment. Yeah, I don't know how they're polling it because there's multiple different ways you could do it, but you'd have to correlate it with a bunch of other things to make it an even roughly accurate number. Yeah. Uh, same thing for these other random stats, which are semi-interesting. Uh, people in the U.S. account for 23% of the game's user base. That, that I believe, Europe is way bigger. Average WoW player age. Do you want to take a guess? 29. Ooh, damn, close. 28. Damn it, that was my original guess. I figured I'd go a year older. Ah! Yeah, thought that was interesting. Yeah, well, because every kid now that has whatever is going to just be ripping Fortnite. Yeah, so the concept of MMOs is lost on kids today. It is. Like, it I, is for I, sure. That's not a get off my lawn take. It's just like, what's the last one they would have had to get into? They have no reason to jump into Final Fantasy unless they see people like playing Final Fantasy and like it because there hasn't well, there have been more new Final Fantasies, but they're not relevant really to the thing where we have as our generation literally fifteen of them. It's kind of interesting because like our generation's kind of like I think we're closer to like the number crunching generation of like, you know Min maxing. Yes, and, and spreadsheets and stuff like that. I'm betting I'm betting Diablo is probably the same age age breakdown. And, like, and I bet Overwatch scales younger. Yeah, and like the new generation though is more of like I don't even know how you describe it, but they're not like Wee. Yeah, yeah. I I didn't want to I'm not saying it to be like rude, but I'll they're say it to be however <laughs> their attention span is like they, they're geared towards your fortnights when you're you know, yeah, your their intention battle span is, I need to be in and out in twenty minutes. Yeah. 
Like, and which I which is wanna... still fine. That works in certain situations, but like they're literally like gun loot, gun loot, gun loot. Yeah. So like it's it's just totally different. But um, I'm I'm actually like kind of like I feel I I enjoy WoW as a spectator because like I know so enough. Funny. I know enough, and, like, I have somewhat of an attachment to it because, like, I like video games. WoW is, like, pretty big pillar of video gaming and, history. And, and while years ago you did play. Yeah, and I've dabbled in it. So, like, and I know people who are who are really hardcore into it all through my life. So, I really enjoy it, spectating it and watching it, and I'm, like, kind of pumped for when, when they were, like, yeah, we bought this developer just for WoW. I was like, oh, really? And I was like very much like, what are we doing here? So I'm I'm kind of excited to see what happens with it. I'm excited. I mean, I'm excited just in general. I always am, especially going towards a new expansion because the realist in me goes. Yeah. But the hopium in me goes. Uh, they did just drop a third talent tree today. They dropped the priest talent trees. So we're three out of 12 or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so hopefully that, that that becomes more of a regular occurrence that we can get those out or that alpha comes soon. Still no word on that. Nope. Because you need to get this in people's hands so they can start helping you test. Because we know based on every past experience we've had over the last two years, you guys do not listen well and do not test well. So let us do it. I wonder if they're taking a different approach on this this expansion with the talent trees where they're not really going to vet them super hard before dropping them and they're going to vet them throughout. Which part of it is probably fine, but you, that's where you need to let the people get in there and be like, it doesn't make sense to wait this with this. Like, mm-hmm. this is going to, or like, hey, this is actually entirely broken and you would never not choose this. This needs to be like, yeah, you need to weight your choices differently. Like this doesn't make sense. Yeah. Like I was playing around with the true one a little bit earlier and I was like, I don't know at all what would actually be good, but this one seems, this path just seems really interesting. But also I feel like I just kind of built what I currently have. Does that make sense? (laughs) (laughs) So there's a little bit of that. Shall we get into uh, some questionable things that we didn't write full paragraphs on? Why not? How about Ubisoft announcing that it will attend Gamescom 2022? Surprising. What do they have to show? It's Colin Bones. <sighs> Kill me. You imagine if they if they did this, right? They do Gamescom. They drop. They announce Skull and Bones, Beyond Good and Evil 2. They announce a new Splinter Cell. They announced another game that they killed 85 years ago and have been saying that we'll bring back. Don't worry, it's in the works. Prince of Persia? <laughs> yeah, that's it. And then Sands also uh, an Assassin's Creed Valhalla <laughs> DLC. Yes, yes. <laughs> oh, right up my alley. Uh, because the next thing that they need to, to need to hide away and shun and pretend like it never existed was Division Heartland. Oh, and then they have... Um, did you say Splinter Cell? Yeah. Okay. I said they announced a new one. Okay. We got everything in there. Yeah, we covered every joke. Number two, Disney Dreamlight Valley launches September 6th as an early access title on PC and consoles. What? What? You know, the fucking Animal Crossing Disney game. Oh, okay. 
It shows you much how much I paid attention to that. <laughs> Could uh, not remember what Animal Crossing was called for whatever reason. I was I was waiting with bated breath for whatever you were going to attempt to describe. <laughs> <laughs> ah, you know, the creatures, they move. What's there's, that one? There's princesses. <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, number three, 505 Games. Parent company Digital Bros today announced the acquisition of D3Go, the publisher of Marvel Puzzle Quest and Puzzle Quest The Legend Returns. Puzzle Quest. Marvel Puzzle Quest specifically. Out here just making bank. Valve has shared that the production of Steam Deck units has picked up with more than double the usual number of consoles set to ship each week from now on. A lot of, a lot of Steam Deck shit this week. A lot of Steam Decks this week. Uh, people are modding them already, and then the designers was like, please don't do that. Because <laughs> they, they put a full-size um, uh, fucking SSD in there. Like, not full-size, but like the M.2 or whatever fucking yeah. they're called. And apparently the the Steam Deck has a custom one that's uses a lower amount of power and like it's whatever. And the designer's like, yeah, you're gonna like you're significantly reducing the lifespan of your Steam Deck if you if you put a, a full size one in there and love it. Yeah. Number five, Unity has laid off hundreds of employees across various international offices. Kotaku mentioned in its piece that two weeks ago, Unity CEO John Ricciatello. I'll take it. Yeah. Reportedly told employees during an all hands meeting that the company wasn't in any financial trouble and that it wouldn't be laying off anyone. Fucking psych. Psych. Like every other company does. Hey, no, 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 no. You're fine. No, this isn't a gun. No. And you're laid off. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> I don't want to see anything in your cube. Uh on the news of Unity losing people and Niantic losing people, Mikey Barra tweeted, hey, we got a lot of jobs. <laughs> We're hiring. So Bethesda as well, I believe, is hiring. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, Bethesda's hiring based on every time they do an E3 event, they tell everybody they're hiring. <laughs> they're just perpetually hiring. They're always hiring. Uh, number six, Riot Games will start monitoring players of voice communications in Valorant on July 13th. The company says it's to help train the language models that it will eventually use when evaluating player reports across all its games. So stop being racist and shitty. Number seven, a producer on the live action Sonic the Hedgehog movie said that Sega is thinking about a live action persona show or movie. Please stop. Number eight, 343 Industries is finally previewing network co-op for Halo Infinite. The studio is also planning to test the ability to replay campaign missions, which wasn't in the game at launch. The beta, the beta for both features is targeted to take place from July 11th to July 22nd. And if you're curious what a game in 2007 looked like, well, bad news. Number nine, we got a whole bunch of rumored release dates. God of War, November 11th. Good old Veterans Day release. Respect it. Nice. Didn't think about that. <laughs> Need for Speed, November 4th. Forgot there was a new one of those coming. Avatar, November 18th, that no one is going to play. I can't wait till that is already 50% of Black Friday. The Literally next week after that. Yep. And Skull and Bones on November 8th. Yeah, they'll show it. They'll show it and announce it at Gamescom, and then they'll and then they'll delay it again mm. into December. <laughs> Maybe. I mean, that's a lot of November releases, yeah, which is really Bo suspect. Skull and Bones is just terrible. 
Well, I can't. I can't wait for them to delay it. Them show it again at the Game Awards. Basically, there's one good game in that list, and the rest are all just shitty. Uh, I'll say there's a chance for two. Need for Speed, I and that's the one that I give the other chance to, only because I don't know what the fuck they're doing. They I don't know either. Which is show nothing. Yeah, which is kind of the scary part. In the last but few Need also, for Speeds were not. Oh, good. they weren't good. And that's why it's interesting to show absolutely nothing because either you're going down in a ball of fire and it's going to be the worst thing you've ever done or you're going to be the unicorn flying through the sky where it's like, wait, that's a need for speed game? Yeah. Which I would love to have that reaction now looking at Gran Turismo, Forza, and Forza. Racing games making a comeback. Like the crew stopped. Yeah. Now the only arcade one is Horizon. So no, you the crew the crew two is still around. It's, anyway, the crew two is dead. So <laughs> <laughs> I think they've been like adding things to it and like That's fine. But what do they have? Seven players? I don't know, man. I mean, if they're adding things to it and they're it's still Ubi, kicking, like it's I'm, Ubisoft. I know that's true. That's true. They haven't announced NFTs yet for the crew, so we're fine. Number 10, Microsoft is giving away a Thor Love and Thunder-themed Xbox Series X via Twitter, in case you wanted to try to win one of those. Number 11, Sucker Punch has clarified that they have no plans to revisit Infamous or Sly Cooper right now, and no other studio is currently working on projects related to those franchises either, so stop asking about remakes. Sadness. Those are like, I'm, you know, not not saying that anyone should remake games, but like, out of a, a lot of games they could remake or other comp- companies could remake, those te- two seem like they'd be pretty safe to Which remake. one do you want more? Uh, I mean, I would probably do Infamous myself. Perfect. But... I'll take Sly Cooper. There you go. You want to so... know why? Sure. Infamous. Fun game. Sure. Don't get me wrong. But plays more modern than like Sly Cooper does mm-hmm. and Sly Cooper getting the full Spyro or, or Ratchet treatment I think would be a bigger upgrade oh yeah upgrading Infamous I would almost say that if you did do both Sly Cooper would sell more oh I agree with that so Infamous is like the Vita no <laughs> you either loved it or you Ugh. didn't that's like I don't think there was much middle ground because Infamous was around the same time as like Deviant was do you remember Deviant I kind of... No, Prototype, sorry. Oh, Prototype, yeah, yeah. Not Deviant. I forgot what the name of the game was. Prototype, where you... you know, again, oh, you're a normal person that has superpowers. Wee! And also Infamous shot itself because the majority of most people's memories recently was uh, Second Son. Mm-hmm. Which, while kind of fun, was not a great launch title at all. I because thought it was a fine launch title. I I think it was a middling launch title. Because it was it was a game that would have been better a year later. Because they doing a launch title meant you needed to incorporate new tech. Mm, which meant yeah. you had to do... Your, a lot of your stuff was like, yeah, go do the spray can thing. And it's like, why am I turning my controller sideways and doing this? Like, nobody gives a shit. To me, it's like the cliche launch title because it has those things. Right, exactly. But that's where Astro's Playroom excels at showing off those features. Yeah, but no one, no one plays it. Which... Right, but you don't need to make one of your main studios go, hey, so like, force the touchpad. Yeah, so I guess we have different 
ideas of what a launch title is. Because you're thinking launch title, it's like you want the wow factor. I'm thinking launch title, I'm thinking, okay, game, looks pretty, it's got the cool tech in it, and the gimmicks. If if I'm, if I'm pushing to a, a company because I want their title to launch on my system, I'm giving them the system saying these are all the capabilities. Mm-hmm. You can do whatever you would so choose, but do not like focus on the features of the controller. Focus on the fact that you can make an amazing game that is powerful and wow factorable in this. Because I'll tell you right now, designer man, 1% of your entire audience at max gives a shit about shaking the spray paint controller. Oh, I agree, but it's still like, right. like I feel like I feel like Second Son was I when I say Second Son's a fine launch title, it's it's cliche launch title. Right. I agree it's a cliche launch title. And I guess for me, that's not good enough for a first party studio. Hmm. You should be leaving like your first party studios, because Killzone had the the touchpad swipes for things. And that Killzone was like, what the fuck are you doing too? Because it wasn't it wasn't in like uh wasn't in the same vein as the previous Killzones. Mm-hmm. And it's just like what, what the fuck was that Killzone called? Uh Shadow Fall? No. I think you're I think you might be close. Cause I remember it wasn't like Killzone One, Killzone Two, it was like Killzone. Yeah. yeah. It was it was a subtitle. Um But it's like don't don't make those studios do the tutorial for the new console. Mm-hmm. Like, could you imagine if you were playing Horizon Zero Dawn, or sorry, Horizon Forbidden West, and the entire thing was focusing on, like, oh yeah, no, we're gonna have you do the fire gleam part, but instead of just feel the weight of the trigger. You actually kind of got to like wiggle the controller around because it can detect where you're moving. So, because then you can really, you got to make sure you get the point in the right thing. And it's like a lockpick in Skyrim. Holy shit, would I never want to open anything with Fire Gleam? Ever. I don't know. That's a thing. It's a thing. It's just, I think it's ridiculous that they do certain I, things. Like I mean, that. It, I think they've moved on. I do too. Because I think, I think it was that like was what a, Astro was for. Yeah, it's like it was like a phase that Sony went through. Like, like oh yeah, hey yeah, did you play uh, Infamous? Oh yeah, yeah. How many things did you tag using the, like you just look like like you're jerking off a controller the entire time? It's the first flashlight, or it's the no, old joke. Too. Not flashlight. What's the thing? Shake weight. Shake weight. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, same thing, right? Flashlight. So, <laughs> same motion. The. <laughs> Flashlight, shake weight, fucking spray paint game, and Second Son—all the same. It's all the same thing. The uh, the one of the kicks was oh god, I'm trying to think of why. Why did I blank? I had a segue that I wanted to go through. Fuck. Oh, one of the the best uses of like the controller was GTA. Oh, you're getting chased by the cops. We're doing cops on the back of your light bar. Yeah, the light bar was great. I'm trying to think of other good implementations. The other implementation in there that was annoying and... The cell phone? Yes, because (laughs) the current controller still does it. Like, if I'm playing the show, you'll hear pitches coming in or cracks of the bat come through the controller sometimes. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, stop it. I don't need a speaker in my controller. Because it doesn't... It's not good quality. No. It's just noise. Yeah. It's tinny. It's... Yeah, just stop doing it. 
Now, the cell phone in GTA was kind of cool because it gave you the actual like cell phone vibes. But at the same time, stop it. And also, I'm annoyed because my GTA broke. Because anytime I took calls at that point, if it didn't go to the controller, it didn't play audio. Yeah. So I would just... I would up. always have to, like, when I was trying to listen to phone conversations, I'd be, like, having my fucking ear stuck up to the controller, like, what are they back at saying? When we were doing the heist, I'm like, all right, Lester's calling me. Hold on. I honestly have no idea what he's saying. I'm just going back to the apartment. <laughs> <laughs> I would just wait for the call to be over, and then it'd be like, oh, your next mission's over here. I was like, all right, perfect. I'll go over there. Yeah. That's fucking hilarious. Uh, all right. We got more here. Shit, did we? I thought we didn't. <laughs> we really should talk about EA trying to meme. Oh, yeah. EA uh, put out a tweet that said, uh, and I quote, they are... So if anybody doesn't know the meme, I guess I should probably explain the meme first, right? The meme is to say that somebody's a 10, but then what's their, like, red flag, their fault or whatever. Like, uh, he's a 10, but he's on the Gamers 2 podcast. Like, that's an issue. Yeah. (laughs) That's a problem. So EA put out one that, again, EA, notorious for foot in the mouth, trying to get on a trend later than they should have because this trend was already been going for like three weeks. Tried to get on late, doesn't understand how it works, and then immediately just, they're basically the uh, the comic with the kid on the bike who then puts the stick in his own wheel. Yeah. It's them. Or the uh, Buscemi. Uh, oh, Steve Buscemi, hello, yeah. fellow kids. Yeah. yeah, hello, fellow kids. Uh, so this time they tweeted, they are a 10, but they enjoy single-player games, I believe is what the tweet yeah. said. Uh, EA, hate to tell you, you make single-player games. Just a quick quick thought. You have one of your biggest studios and one of your best studios that owns Titanfall 2. Do you think Vince saw that and was like, oh. Oh, Vince, Vince probably saw that and went, who, who said that? I will end them. <laughs> and Vince's eyes glowed red. And, and then, now I run your department as well? Oh, weird. I own <laughs> I own social now? Who are you? Twitter boy? Get out. I don't want to see you anymore. You can take this single player game and shove it up here. <laughs> and uh, so there, was, there were a bunch of good dunks. Uh, Dunky came at them. Somebody else tweeted the image of Star Wars Jedi Survivor at them and went, isn't this, isn't this you, uh, Paul Tassi, uh, who I believe is Forbes, I think, uh, tweeted at them. It's no surprise you don't understand what a ten is. So there, you know, there's there's a lot of good good ripping into them. It's also one of the dumbest tweets they could have done, as far as like, obviously it's it's uh, just a really bad joke. It's not like a yeah truly insensitive tweet or anything like that. No, it's just it's just you stupid. clearly are an idiot. And I'm betting, I would bet, and I don't know if this is true, uh, I didn't even think about The Sims, but massive single player game. Yep. I would bet that whoever runs that account plays FIFA or Madden. Yeah, probably. And probably Ultimate Team, all time. Mm-hmm. And that's it. Probably well, that, Call of Duty. They just never thought of a single player game. Uh, they're in a lot of trouble now. Probably um, not, honestly. Most disappointing part. Yeah, probably not, because they're like, oh, any publicity is good publicity. This Did you see great. the Radio Shack tweets? No. This, might, this is going to be a different branch. I'll have to show you after. I need to show you Radio Shack, and I need to show you something else. Okay. What did I forget to show you from the beginning? Uh, 
F1 manager. F1 manager. Okay. Um, the Radio Shack tweets. Uh, I don't know if Radio Shack's still in business, but their Twitter account still exists, so some social media person's running it. Oh, and is that the one that's like a not safe for work one? I think there was a not safe for work one, but then they followed it up with, uh, I'm tweeting whatever I want. I didn't get fired. Buckle up, bitches. <laughs> <laughs> okay and i just love it when brands lose their shit like yeah. if the ea guy came back out and said i said what i said deal with it like i would just be like all right man that's a weird take but the f- are you doubling down that's an interesting thing uh radio shack is a uh online retailer now interesting yeah surprised um, i can pay for the website hosting <laughs> rip uh the sony end zone thing was real the sony end zone brand it was a line of uh, PC specific, not specific PC, but oh yeah, yeah, PC centric. Um, one of the streamers I follow, mm-hmm. uh, MDI Healer, the man known as J. B. Mm-hmm. Uh, got sent both the monitor and the headset, and was streaming with them. Yeah, the monitor. I saw the specs, and I was like, "Oh goddamn!" Like they're doing it. And then I saw the price, and I was like, "Oh, Sony, why?" <laughs> It's like a 27-inch monitor, 1440p, 140 hertz, 144 hertz, like a one millisecond uh, response time, like HDR, you know, just like a really high-end monitor, and it's like $900. Um, And then finally, there was some drama between CD Projekt and uh, their QA company they hired called Quantic Labs. This is the cyberpunk thing. Oh, just follow-ups on that? Yeah, we're like, uh, I don't know. There was accusations that, like, this Quantic Labs QA company, like, had certain um, criteria that they were going to apply to Cyberpunk, which apparent, like, I guess are they didn't or something along those lines. And, like, so basically they're getting blamed for Cyberpunk sucking, and then, like, they, I think, released a statement today or yesterday or something like that. Basically, they're just going back and forth. At this point, I don't really give a fuck, but they're just going back and forth. If you're interested in it, go Google it. That's it. Checks out. I mean, that's all I got. I don't have anything else. Um, I got s- nothing. It's been seven days. What have you been up to? Nothing sounds like. All right. Uh, not really. Just, you know, watching anime uh, with the, you know, watching our shows that we watch. Haven't really been playing any games. Uh, finished an audiobook last week called, uh, actually this week, this week, called Six Frigates. Oh, yeah, you were reading it. You were, you were yep. listening to it last week. And uh, that was Ian W. Toll. Um, and then I purchased, uh, he has a three-part series on the... Uh, pacific theater during world war ii specifically about like the japanese side of it and um each book is like 20 something hours careful there might be a supernova that's that so funny you say that (laughs) that was like a part of his main reading list was those three books oh that makes sense so i'm like i don't know i'm like fucking like seven hours or something into this the first book of that it's good it's interesting and uh, that's it. I bought an Apple Watch, so I'm going down that route. Going to experience that bullshit. 
<laughs> I I bought it to run and not have to carry my phone with me, so I can like listen to music and and have my have a can like you, a can phone. You do it without the phone. Yeah, I got the cellular the cellular okay, version. Okay. So like it technically it has it technically has its own phone number, but it piggybacks off of my right, right, my right, cell right. phone number. So. But it allows you to use data so you can stream or whatever, listen to music. Yeah, I, I'm going to put music on it and listen to music. But it's I'm, I got it more for like for GPS and, and like emergencies if I, you know, if I get hit by a car or whatever. Yeah. I mean, first time for everything. Or actually, no, wait. Second time for everything. <laughs> <laughs> you said I was like, no. <laughs> uh, had to think about it for a second. I was like, oh, wait, no, that's, that's happened yeah. before. I'm kind of curious just from the, the biometric side of it, like the sleep, you know, the sleep tracking and the, yeah, I can't wait for your, all uh, that nonsense. Your like heart rates just be absolutely insane. That's what I'm kind of afraid of. I haven't worn it yet because I'm afraid that I'm going to, I'm going to wear it and it's basically going to be like, bro, you're kind of dying. <laughs> like That's what I kind of, like, kind of expected. Like, to... Obviously wear it for a while before you run with it. Yeah, I'm probably gonna give, wear it a couple give, days at work and just then to like give yourself get a baseline. A, yeah, a baseline of like where you think because I normally sit around seventy. Yeah, which is healthy. Which is well, I don't know if it's healthy. It's it's if, like it's not like you know you're not a fucking peak athlete, but that's not bad. Yeah. I think I'm gonna be higher than. I think it's gonna be like egregiously high, and my f- fucking watch is gonna think I'm having a panic attack all the time. I think I'm was, the funny thing is I think I'm around seventy. If I work out. I will skyrocket myself. Yeah. Which obviously you should. But like, mm-hmm. it's funny when I'm like, oh, I wonder how, oh, am I dying? <laughs> <laughs> Is that okay? So, yeah, well, that'll be interesting. Um, And that's it. That's it for me. I don't, I don't know. <clears throat> Fair enough. What are you up to? Uh, I'm up to well, what the kids nowadays call the grind. Uh, typical, like, just every now and then daily wow stuff, whatever, you know, hop in, see if anybody's on. Do a couple things, but if nobody's on, I really don't, you know, stick around that much. Uh, unless there's a weekly quest, which this week it's stuff I don't give a shit about at all, so I'm not doing it. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Um, then... Uh, a little bit of the show, always getting the show in. Gotta get the show in. Yeah. Uh, then, then, freshly frosted. Yeah, I got about thirty six levels done in that. Holy shit, that seems like a lot. Well, there's you know, there's a dozen donuts in a box. <laughs> okay, so I've, so I've done three boxes. Okay, each donut's a level. All right, there you go. How Boom. many boxes are there? Uh, twelve. There's one hundred forty four levels. Oh, well, wow. Okay. Uh, and it's been fun because just, you know, ooh, I'm going to solve this one, solve this one. There's there's only been a couple where I've had to, like, stare at them. Mm-hmm. I'm like, all right, I draw one line and look at it. I'm like, that's not right. Draw another. That's not right. Delete everything. And then I just stare. And I go, oh. And then draw. <laughs> so there's been, there's been a couple where I've, I've been stuck on them for probably five, ten minutes or so. Um, nice. Interesting. A little bit of neon white. Start playing that mm-hmm. just for a quick. I mean, levels last like a, less than a minute, so it's like, oh, I'll boot that up really quick, run some stuff while I'm waiting, whatever. Freshly frosted, whatever I started, I always want to finish a box, so it's like if I have a longer time, maybe I'll do that. Yeah, you uh, get like the nice clean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
You can't eat half a box of donuts. You know what I mean? Yeah. Once you eat half, you might as well eat the whole thing. Exactly. What's the worst that happens? A little bit of weight? Yeah. Yeah. Did you enjoy it? But did you enjoy it? Yeah. Yeah, You only live once. Yeah. Slam donuts. Um, And then I got another game called uh, Just Shapes and Beats, which will probably be played at some point. Um, But that's a seems like it's a fun one sometimes. Uh, Shredder's Revenge. Yep. Still getting through that. Taking my time because I don't want to. I don't want to rush it. Uh, and then we need to play Cyber Elite. Yeah, so we do we have to. Get we to didn't play it this week, but we need to. We need to get back on that. Mm-hmm. Maybe this weekend we'll see. Yeah, uh, long weekend. Yeah, long weekend. And that I mean that's really it. Just kind of vibing. <sighs> Got to do some like around the house projects and stuff of just a little bit of cleaning. Like this, this has been in a process of getting like emptied off. Like this isn't even a cleaning thing, but it's like yeah. Fill it up, empty it off. Fill it yeah, up, empty it exactly. Up, yeah. That box uh, is going to go into that shelf. This bin is going somewhere completely else. That bag needs to get put in a bin, but specifically into a bin that fits in that top left shelf because it's all accessories that go with that. Uh, very specific. And I don't want it in a bag anymore because it just looks like shit. Yeah. So, you know, it's just stuff like that. I got a, got a bunch of cardboard I got to get rid of. I got to clean up the garage some. I have some storage stuff now to like reorganize some things. So I'm going to get rid of this, the shit storage I have and like hang mm-hmm. things up and make it nice and just typical stuff. Didn't do it last weekend because it was way too fucking hot. <laughs> so, yeah, that's all. Nice. I'm going to chill in the AC and play some games, you know, enjoy the weekend. Sounds nice. And I'm. I think six hours left, maybe in Tower of Swallows. Yeah, you're almost you're almost there. Kyer's not dead, but almost dead. He just did the whole "I confess my love" speech. Ah, uh, yeah, that's where I ended. Or I ended as he does that, and then they do make it back to the group. Does that make sense? I'm confused, but it's cool. They split into threes to go chase the half-elf. Okay. That sent, um, not knight something, whatever, after them. Mm Mm-hmm. So they send, uh, Kair, Geralt, and Anguilen, whatever her name is. Yep. To the camp to go fight the frog-sounding idiot. Mm. And the half elf, and then the other three are going to like to the mountains because mm-hmm. he doesn't want them all to get killed at the same time. Type yeah, of thing. and then everything goes to wrong in the mining town. Oh yeah, Kyer gets fucked up pretty bad. Mm-hmm. She leaves. He they they get away. He tells her to go find the other three because he needs to stick with him to keep him like alive and they need to know what's going on mm-hmm. and then they eventually meet up with them again but before they do over one of their campfires or whatever he is admitting to like having fallen in love with Siri or whatever yeah. which is a, the weirdest infatuation yeah. of you've never been around the person you tried to kidnap you weirdo yeah <laughs> yep yep he's a weird one yeah totally different fucking Nilfgaardians yeah, but he's not a Delph Guardian. 
<laughs> Forgot about that. That's the whole time. Yeah. I appreciate Geralt just being like quiet Nilf Guardian. I'm not a <laughs> shut up. <laughs> uh yeah. Yeah, because whoever. So you, yeah, you got a whole, whole other book. I forgot about that. Yeah, I still have one more book to go. Yeah. Lady of the Lake. But we haven't even reached the point where they have obviously gotten back together yet. Yeah. Siri's still telling her side of the story. Yeah. Geralt thinks she's dead. Mm-hmm. Well, they both think she's dead, but they both think she isn't dead. He assumes dead because the equinox has passed. Mm-hmm. But it hasn't because their dates are wrong. Yeah. So, yeah, fun times. Moving right along. Yeah. But yeah, that's it. That's all I got. All right, cool. Seven days. Don't blow yourselves up over the holiday weekend, and we'll see you guys later. Bye-bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Are you ready for truly hydrated skin? Meet Hyaluronic Body Serum, a breakthrough in body care from Osea. It's clinically proven to instantly increase hydration by 161%. Their lightweight, fast-absorbing serum delivers 24 hours of nonstop hydration for silky, smooth skin without the sticky afterfeel. Osea's latest innovation combines the magic of their best-selling Hyaluronic Sea Serum with a new formula that's good for the whole body and five types of hyaluronic acid to target every layer of the skin. Osea is a woman-founded, women-led brand that's been crafting seaweed-powered products for nearly 30 years. The best part? Everything Osea makes is clean, vegan, cruelty-free, and climate-neutral certified, so you never have to choose between your values and your best skin. Treat your skin to clean, vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code SUMMER at oseamalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A-Malibu.com code SUMMER.